We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Welcome into the Thursday edition of the Pack a Day Podcast. I'm Steve Peretch, joined always by the Dream Team, Dusty Evely, Sarah Kelleher. What's going on, guys? Game day. Woo! Woo! I'm so excited. I could not be more excited right now. Dusty, I do have to ask, do you have the edit button ready? Got the, we fully, we're ready, Fully man. functional on the edit, edit button. Fully, fully functional on the edit. You do whatever you need to do. Okay, because it's game day for once. Oh, my God. It's a real game day. For real. I've waited so long to actually say that. I mean, I love Packer football, but preseason is awful. It's been awful. And I'm so excited. Everyone has the initial reaction. I know I did at least when preseason came around. And I was like, yes, Packers football, it's back. And then after about the first quarter of the first preseason game, you're just like, oh, it's preseason. (laughs) And And this doesn't matter. Yeah, I cannot wait until the 5th. It could not come faster. So the fact that it is finally here, I am ecstatic right now. Yeah, and we and we get the game preview. Even we, better, even better. Even better. Have a game preview. So yeah, it's really exciting. It's we've got a lot to talk about today. We've got the injury report came out, and for once, the Packers don't have a lot of people on the injury report. There was a lot of full participation, so we're excited about that. Uh, we're gonna go through what we're all doing for the game, what we're watching for, talk a little bit about the Bears and the things that they did. And uh, and with some predictions, and should be should be a good time, and lead us right up into game time on uh, Thursday night football. So, starting off, we'll go injury report. 
it's kind of a lot more limited. You know, it was pretty big for the Packers compared to the Bears. The Bears have three people on their uh, injury report, and they were all just limited. It was Trey Burton, uh, Rashard Coward, and, yeah, somebody else I don't even know, so I guess really doesn't really matter. But uh, as far as the Packers go, they had most people with full participation. We knew uh, Oren Burks obviously did not participate. Uh, Kadar Holman was limited, and I believe he's not going to be playing in this game. Um, Then we've got Kevin King limited, but he will be playing. And then Darius Shepard did not participate. We knew he's not going to be playing this game. And then Sternberger, who had went on the IR, did not participate. And then Tremont Williams was a limited participant. So all in all, I feel pretty comfortable going in. I mean, for me, the biggest thing would have been the tackles. Like, I want the tackles and the guards and the whole offensive line to be fully healthy when they're going up against this huge defensive front. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's less than ideal – uh, that there's that many kind of limited participants, non-participants before week one. Like I don't like that, but at the same time, yeah, there's there's not there's no one where I'm like that sucks really bad. You're right. The offensive line's intact. Rogers is intact. Running backs are intact. Wide receivers are are intact for the most part. I'd say that's fine. Yeah, and I think too they're very cautious during the preseason with what goes on, and so some of the injuries may not be as serious as they would be during the season. So. It could be more precautionary as well than what we know. So let's have a little fun. Where you guys? Uh, what do, what are your plans for the Packers Bears games? Where are you going to be? What are you going to be doing? Like, what's going on for you? Let's, uh, Sarah. You you're actually down and you've survived the hurricane. Is that correct? Yeah. So we got really lucky where I live, and we didn't end up getting hit basically at all. We had some winds last night and some rain, but barely any cleanup. It'll be more just picking stuff up and taking shutters down, stuff like that. So I kind of got a pleasant surprise out of that, and now I get to watch the game with my whole family instead of at my apartment alone in Orlando. So that'll be really fun. I'm excited. My dad is ecstatic because we love watching the games together. So it'll be really fun. We're going to have a couple friends over and watch, and my mom's probably going to cook some food, and it'll be really great. So it turned out to be a big family affair, which I am very excited about. Okay. I was actually, I, I was not aware that there were Category 5 hurricanes, so that's apparently what this was? Is that what? <laughs> yeah, it's never happened before ever in the history of hurricanes. Um, you know, it's it's crazy, and I just, I don't well, even thank, know. Thank goodness you survived. We're, we're all very happy that you're alive and well, and you'll be celebrating with a, uh, a Packer victory tomorrow night, which is Absolutely, absolutely. Dusty, what are your plans? Uh, so I actually got a softball game tomorrow night. I asked the, the woman who does the scheduling. I was like, hey, man, we're all like a bunch of us are big Packers fans. Can you schedule it early? And she's like, I'll see what we can do. I asked her like a month before the season started. You don't see what you can do. Just just do it. So we've got an 830 game tomorrow, <laughs> which stinks. And we've got no rain on the horizon. So we're playing. So it's me. I got two of my brothers and a good friend of mine are big Packers fans. So what we're going to be doing, uh, we've got I've got YouTube TV. So I've got that sucker set up to DVR. <laughs> We are going to have phones put away. We're going to play our game. Then we're going to go back to my house. We're going to drink some bourbon. And we're going to start the game from the beginning by uh, by DVR and watch it that way. So hopefully we can stay away from phones and everything. Um, but yeah. Ooh, Dusty, Dusty not being on Twitter for that much amount of time. That's uh, impressive. I never have my phone with me at the at the field. So that, that should be okay. pretty easy. But yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be checking at all You know, while we're watching because we're going to be you know, an hour or so up. behind. Like so 
Yeah, does that so stress you out? Like, does that give you some FOMO that you're not there? Not really. Like when it's live. No? Not really, because I mean, a lot of times during games, anyway, if I'm watching with people, I don't, I don't always have my phone on. I'm not always doing updates. Depends on the game, but uh, we're usually, you know, talking about it amongst ourselves. So it's not that I'm not really, not overly concerned. I'll be with, I'll be with people I always enjoy watching games with. Uh, we'll get some, get some cookies again, bust out some bourbon, and yeah, I'm, I'm hyped, man. It's a, uh, it's still every year. It's like such a long off season. It still doesn't feel like it's actually here. I so, know. Like I'm not. I'm. I'm excited, but I feel like I'm not as excited as I should be because it still feels like it's not actually happening. Um, but yeah, we're. It's. It's going to be awesome. I'm pretty excited. Steve, what are you up to? So, bur- so bourbon and cookies. You're going to eat some of those stupid ass El fudges you guys were all raving about yesterday. Listen, listen I love El fudges, <laughs> and I don't know what your deal They're is, good. buddy. Listen, you just buddy. Have to respect it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what your problem is. I don't know where I, this is I coming clearly, from. I clearly explained what my issue with that was. I chose to. I didn't. He said it was his favorite Oreo. (laughs) Yeah, he did. That was my issue. It's a good cookie. Uh, Don't get me wrong. An El Fudge is a good cookie. It's not a freaking Oreo. That's my problem. Yeah, just buy buy the brand by itself. The brand alone says that it's not an Oreo. Exactly. That was my problem. And you guys all just washed over there. Like, oh, that's an amazing cookie. I have no problem. Hey, Steve. Do you want me? Do you want me to know why I did it? Oh, you you piss me off. Yes, yeah. no, that's exactly, I'm shocked. That's exactly I'm shocked that you would do something like that. <laughs> I was like, that I'm gonna, was my mind. I'm going to jump on this and agree with Andy because Steve's going to be furious about it. And then right on cue, you were like, what's wrong with you guys? Yeah, I think my comment was, there's the disagreement right on time or something like that. Because it was literally, I had read through the thread of everyone replying to each other. And I was like, everyone is agreeing right now. <laughs> Knew it was too good to be true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, actually, uh, tomorrow for the game, I am going to be on my way to a bachelor party. So it is a destination Ooh. destination bachelor party, which is a thing now. So we actually are going to be in Louisville, Kentucky for the bachelor mm-hmm. party. So tomorrow I am uh, leisurely driving down through Chicago. I've got a couple stops to make down there. Um, and then heading over to a friend's house in Indiana. And then we're going to go to a bar and watch the game. He's a Bears fan. I'm a Packers fan. Uh, actually, a very, very nice Bears fan. So he's not a jackass, which is very nice. Like, we can respectfully watch the game together and That's not awesome. kill each other, which is fun. And then uh, Friday morning, we'll be driving down to Louisville. So uh, it should be really good. We're just going to – I'm hopefully going to get some beers, get some wings, watch the game. And I will be in – Indiana is still very much Bears country because it's northwest Indiana, so pretty mm. pretty close to Chicago. So it will still be Bears country. But don't you guys worry. I will be repping Packers gear. I will have on uh, – I got one of my, my Under Armour hoodies that I like to wear and then the Packers hat. So, yeah, I'll be full – I'll be – I'll be decked out for the game and should be a good time. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So now we've officially moved into game time. We talked preseason wise. I kind of want to keep doing the same type of thing of the biggest thing that you guys are looking for in the game. Like, what are you going to watch for? I mean, obviously it's, it's regular season. So all of it matters. The preseason was kind of, we were struggling with things to come up with because a lot of the players that were playing aren't even on the team anymore. So now that we're in the meaningful, like the meat of the season, what are you guys looking for? What are you watching for? Game one out of sixteen. Dusty, hit me up. What you got? So this has been something I've been excited about since Lafleur got uh, brought on as head coach, and that is uh, just the usage of offensive packages. Kind of who they're who they're running out there 
what they're going to do with them. I mean, it, obviously, it's you know it's talked about a lot with McVeigh uh, and also the floor, kind of this being multiple, being able to run out one personnel grouping and able to do a lot of different things with that uh, from the same look. Uh, What's a couple different things from the same look, being able to run different plays and also from different looks running the same plays. Um, And I think they've got the personnel to do that, which is exciting. Um, Looking at the the football outsiders uh, almanac, the Packers ran uh, 11 personnel, which is um, one running back, one tight end, three wide receivers, 77% of the time last year. I think the Giants ran that like 99% of the time. The Packers ran that (laughs) 77% of the time. Titans ran that 57% of the time. So LaFleur mixed it up a little bit more um, than, than McCarthy did last year which is not really a shock there, but I'm curious to see. I mean, I've talked about it a bunch here, but, uh, you know, the groupings they have, they could get with um, Vitaly and Jones and Lewis and and then a couple uh, couple wide receivers you can legitimately power run or spread the offense out. They've got the personnel to do that. So I'm looking, I'm looking at that, and I'm also looking at kind of um, the usage of shotgun. Uh, McCarthy ran shotgun a ton, especially last year with, with Rogers injured. He ran a little more, but traditionally ran it quite a bit. Anyway, uh, LaFleur ran, I can't remember the actual number. I think it was around 50% of his plays from shotgun. Uh, and, and, uh, based on splits, Rogers actually does better under center anyway. So I'm looking at kind of just, just those differences that jump out. What are the personnel groupings? Uh, what is he looking like under center or how often are they putting him under center? And then also kind of play action as well. Uh, cause the floor loves to run some play action. So that's, that's kind of what I'm looking at. It's all on the offensive side, which is absolutely zero surprise. If you know me at all, um, <laughs> But yeah, those are those are my three main things. Just what are they doing? What are they doing when they're out there? Regardless of the plays, how does that look almost pre-snap? Uh, who's he running out there, and kind of what are they looking like with that? Sarah, yeah, what you got? I definitely am excited to see what Dusty's looking for too, just because it is a new offense, and I'm interested to see how kind of Aaron Rodgers takes charge of that. But kind of on the opposite side of things, I'm going to kind of be looking at the defense, specifically the secondary and what they're going to do. I think the defense has been, the past couple of years, it's been a constant development type of group. And we've seen it improve in some ways, but there's been injuries there. Um, but Kevin King is supposed to play tomorrow, like we said, or today, like we said. And he and he's obviously a very talented player. Alexander's back there. And then we, ha- we added Amos to the mix in the offseason. So I think that could. there's a lot of potential there, and I'm really going to be paying attention to that. I think... Plays are going to be made. They're going to be made there. Um, they. I remember last year the secondary um, saved the Packers, but a few times in the season opener, especially in the fourth quarter, they really stepped it up big. So I'm curious to see what they do um, this week and this game, and that's kind of what I'm going to be keeping my eyes on. Yeah, I think that that's really exciting too because for the amount of impact players that they've added, I mean, starter-wise, They've added four, I mean, you can almost say four and a half starters with uh, Rashawn Gary as well, but mm-hmm. the Smiths, Darnell Savage, Adrian Amos, like that's just, it's an exciting time. Like, and you throw in a healthy Kevin King for once, like that's a dangerous group. So everybody's talking Bears defense, but it's really going to be exciting to see that Packers Packers defense full, full on for once. So I'm excited to watch that. The thing I want to look for is rhythm. I'm looking for the Packers' offensive rhythm and seeing if Aaron Rodgers is buying into what LaFleur is talking about and his schematic ability. I want to see him take the shorter throws. I want him to see the open guy and hit it right away. I don't want the hero ball that was all of last year of there's open guys all over the place, and I'm still looking for the home run ball because Devontae wasn't wide open. 
So that is one of the biggest things I'm looking for. Um, I just want, I want to finally see this offense in motion and fully expecting it's not going to, honestly, it probably won't go amazing the first couple of weeks. Like you have to, uh, you have to expect that there's going to be bumps and there's going to be bruises along the way because this is still a learning process. This is their first time getting out in real gameplay. Like they didn't do any preseason stuff, which is understandable. You don't want to risk the, the injuries, but this is the first time we're actually seeing the Packers offense. And for the most part, it's actually the first time we're seeing the Packers defense. So there's a lot to look forward to. So it's really exciting. We actually will finally have a couple of answers and that hopefully should help Matt LaFleur. Cause I'm thinking he's annoyed enough with the green Bay Packers reporters as it is. <laughs> After all of the audible questions, we finally saw Matt LaFleur snap on somebody, which uh, his snap is pretty gentle. So, uh, I think, I've, heard, I think, I've heard that about him, Steve. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we go. Yeah, I was doing good. I was doing good. I, I, I thought I was going to be able to move past that right away, but your face immediately told me that you were not going to be able to move no, past that. No, no. <laughs> yeah, there was the delayed reaction where it was like, oh. It's coming, it's coming, there it is. Dusty says a stupid-ass comment that I just can't stop laughing at. Yeah, it's uh, about once a podcast, so there it was. There you go, guys. I got it out of the way. Uh, before we move on to score predictions, I just kind of want to jump into what you your overall thoughts. Maybe it's not division-wise, but what are you thinking of the Bears team? Like, they, they lost a couple starters on defense. They've got a, they lost their um, defensive coordinator, you know, I, I think it's they're a very talented team, but I just kind of want to get what your overview of them is uh, based on everything you guys have kind of seen throughout the offseason and preseason and everything. Yeah, I mean, they, um, you know, obviously good. And I think with the talent they have, that defense is still going to be good. I think, you know, some of it is uh, does Trubisky get better than he did last year? Um, mm-hmm. Does he take another step up? Like, that's going to be interesting. And really, the defense as well. I mean, the defense, I was looking up some numbers on this. The defense were was the. Um, Number one defense in the league last year by a lot of metrics and by football de- outsiders DVOA. One of the big reasons behind that was their um, their interception percentage. There's been uh, a lot of writing over the past few years about, especially in regards to Capers, when the Packers finally got rid of Capers, that like his his uh, defense is built on uh, generating interceptions. And we're currently in an age where there's fewer interceptions than there ever have been. And so how that that's not really a that's not really a good way to build a defense. It's not a sustainable way to build the defense in this day and age. Um, the Bears intercepted passes it was like on what was it 14.8 percent of drives which was the highest rate since uh, 2013 which was the height of the seattle legion of boom uh and so that's a huge reason i mean their defense is good anyway but that was one of the huge things that they're of their defense being as good as it was um over the past 10 years every team that has led the league in interception percentage has regressed by like at least five percent i think the average is nine percent um the average is uh five percent so seeing that number drop from like 14.8 to like under 10 that could that could play a huge difference in it as well they're not going to be generating as many interceptions likely uh the step down in a couple of those positions uh you know it's especially you know amos to clinton dicks i think is going to be really interesting to watch just knowing what we know about clinton dicks uh and, and as you and as you mentioned steve like the uh that's i'm gonna i'm just gonna leave it there um as no, you mentioned, i'm sorry the, i'm sorry this is this is one of my favorite things i'm going to be watching all of this game <laughs> Is going to be Packers fans. Anytime Clinton yes. Dix doesn't do anything right, they're going to blow up Twitter. And then anytime Clinton Dix makes a tackle, makes if he sacks somebody, if, he, if God forbid, if he picks off Aaron Rodgers, 
holy crap, Bears Twitter is going to explode, and it's going to be, it's just that's just going to be comedy gold. Like I, I don't, I'm, I'm invested in the Packers, obviously, but seeing that whole thing go down on Twitter is just going to be so damn funny. It's oh, it's, it's the game within the game. It's like a, there's the... going to be drinking games somewhere in America tomorrow. Every time he's mentioned, every time he's this, every time he's that. It's unbelievable. It's comical. Yeah. That's exciting. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, well, my last thing is, you touched on it, Steve. Fangio to Pagano, um, and even beyond Fangio, uh, Fangio took Ed Donatel, who was the uh, defensive backs coach, I think followed him from San Francisco to Chicago, and now he's going with him to Denver. Uh, and those defensive backs were so good. So they lost Haha Clinton Dix. Um, they lost, why am I blanking on his name? Their slot corner as well, they lost, who also went Callahan. to Denver. Callahan. He went to Denver with uh, with Fangio and Donatel as well. Uh, and it's just, you get this weird, like, they've lost a couple pieces. And there's also been pieces I've seen cropping up over the past month or something where a lot of offensive players have been asked, like, who's one of the, who's the toughest defensive coordinator to go up against? Fangio is, like, always at or near the top of that list. Uh, so they've lost a couple guys. They're they're going to be adjusting to a new system. Interceptions are probably going to be down. Bears are looking good. I still think I, – I think Trubisky is going to take a tick up, even if that tick is, like, relatively small. I think the defense is still going to be good. They're just not going to be as good. And I don't know if that the interesting thing that I'm going to be watching is is that offense good enough to take the step up to bridge the gap between like a truly dominant defense because I think the defense is going to be good but not like dominant. So it's kind of the how do, how does that play out? Um, so I think they're good, but I think they're not. I think they're taking a step back from where they were last year, just based on averages. They're also really healthy last year, and I can't see that continuing. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get as in depth as you did because that was crazy, and you're always <laughs> super smart at that stuff. But I definitely think, like you said, Trubisky, whether he improves or not, he's kind of so up and down at times. He looks good one moment, and then the next moment, he's kind of eh for me. I think he's pretty dangerous when he's mobile and he moves around. He does a decent Mm -hmm. job. So that's something that we definitely would want the Packers to try to prevent from happening. That's a big test for the defense as well tomorrow. Um, But I think the Bears, their offense is okay. They have some decent running backs that seem to always kill the Packers for no reason. And I think their defense is obviously very, very good. And like you said, Dusty, if they do, you know, decrease a little bit, I don't think it's going to be significant enough where people are saying, oh, my gosh, the Bears defense is terrible now. I think they're still going to be one of the best defenses in the league, which I hate saying that, but it's true. (laughs) And they have a lot of talent on that end, so – I think they'll be fine. Obviously, their special teams are atrocious right now, so it'll be really interesting to see kind of what happens with that. If there's moments where it comes down to a field goal, are they going to be able to win the game or are they going to lose? I'm genuinely curious about that and what's going to happen there too. So overall, the team, I think the defense is reliable. The offense has potential, and then everything else is a little bit up in the water. So I think they'll definitely be someone to look out for in the division, someone to look out for potentially in the playoffs. But like you said, I don't know if they have enough to get them to be so dominant where they're many games ahead of anyone else in the division. I think it'll be close no matter what. You guys hit on a lot of, yeah, a lot of the things that I was, have been thinking in my head for a long time. I think one of the bigger ones is the defensive coordinator. You know, they're going from a guy who would let his front four eat and then the the rest of their guys would sit back in zones, and that's why you're able to pick the ball off is because, you know, you've got free safety and you've got strong safety that can just have their eye on the quarterback and where the ball's going and being able to read that quickly. 
um, to Pagano, who is somebody who likes to blitz. Like, that's a known fact about him. He likes to bring some heat to the quarterback, to which I say, bring it on. Like, <laughs> if you want to blitz Aaron Rodgers, you go right ahead because that man has a unbelievably quick release and can see that kind of stuff coming with. So I'm all about that. I think losing Callahan, I think losing uh, Amos and replacing putting Clinton Dix back there is not an upgrade in the slightest bit. Yeah. Uh, and Bears fans will fight us on that till actually probably till tomorrow. I think tomorrow will be the <laughs> end. I'll be all of this argument. Um, after the first play where Devonte goes for 75 yards and Clinton Dix is jogging after him. I think that's kind of where the debate will end, but so I'm watching for that, but they're, uh, look, their defense is good. Their, their defense is amazing. They've got a great front seven. I mean, if you've got Khalil Mack, you're, already have a great front seven. I mean, yeah. you're just starting right there. That's a that's a dude that commands a double team pretty much any time. And if you don't, you are hoping and praying that you're on a you have a slant route that you can just throw it right to. The blitzing thing is interesting, Steve. This is my my last thing on that. The blitzing thing's interesting, especially with Haha Clinton Dix back there, because you've got you've got now blitzing and Amos was the thing about Amos is very steady. Mm-hmm. He kind of he didn't take a whole lot of things. Like he was very solid in in everything he did. So you now have a blitzing scheme and a safety who is prone to uh, maybe we'll say be a little aggressive and take bad angles. That slightly uh, bad. It, it's not a. It's not a. It doesn't seem like a great marriage between the two. And Amos was so steady, it kind of freed up Jackson to kind of mm-hmm. be a little more aggressive. I'm curious how that looks now with kind of a blitzing front. Uh, maybe, or a, a more of a blitz-heavy front with a safety that likes to gamble more than be kind of assignment sure. So that's it, that's definitely something to look for. Against a team that knows him very well, you better believe they're going to try to pick on that a little bit this game. Oh, I absolutely oh, think so. They have to. I was thinking earlier when I was talking to my dad, too, at dinner, we're like, they have to go at him. They they have to know that what his weaknesses are, what he can do, and I think Devontae Adams can easily square up with him so that's going to be very interesting to see, and I hope it it makes the Bears fans shut up a little bit because it's like we know if you got a good player, we would be so sad about it and probably telling you, like, being angry because the Bears got a good player. But that's not really the case. I think my, my favorite part is that Redskins fans who had them for all of, like, eight games are like, <laughs> yeah, we uh, that was not good. We didn't want him back. It's fairly telling that they traded like a fourth round pick for him. They're like, no, we're good. Eight games, yeah, is, eight okay. games is fine. We're good. We're good. You want to go somewhere else? That's cool. That's cool. No worries. No worries, man. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> so that that's one thing I, I want to see that. But the, one of the biggest things, biggest mashup wise that I'm looking for that I'm actually scared of is the Bears running backs versus the Packers linebackers. <laughs> that frightens the hell out of me because Tariq Cohen is a freak. Uh, Montgomery is really, really good, and I was really hoping he would go anywhere but the Bears because I think complementary-wise, those two together are outstanding. Yeah. Uh, And then the fact that we have a very, very limited middle linebacking core. I mean, I know they got Goodson. That's great. He's he's great in run defense, but, I mean, how quickly is he – I mean, he's, what, see a quarter of the plays maybe if he's ready to go? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, they just they just nabbed him, so I can't imagine he's going to be I mean, there's the snaps. No, no. I mean, uh, so and Martinez is great, but he's not that fast. I mean, Tariq Cohen's a freak of nature who can fly. 
Exactly, so, and he may be able to stop him for a quarter or so, but he's going to get tired trying to stop him over and over and over again. A lot, so, of, maybe, a lot of Raven Green, man. Just a whole Raven, lot of Raven Green. Green. Get to throw some Darnell Savage maybe that way at him, get him towards the line. Like that's Amos, obviously. Get... Amos is going to be down there quite a bit. So, yeah, that's that's something I'm really going to watch for because that bear, like that Bears running back core is, is talented. So against that middle linebacking core of the Packers, which is pretty barren right now, I'm – not loving it, so that's that's one thing I'm watching for. Otherwise, I, I mean, I think it's I think it's going to be a higher scoring game than everybody believes. So I'm excited about that. I think there's going to be some offense to it um, because the Bears really don't know the Packers' offense and uh, new style Bears defense. Like I think there's going to be a lot of feeling out. So there's potential for some bigger plays. So jump right into it, guys. We got score predictions. We are actually going to start keeping score. Uh, I'm going to write these things down if I can find my pen. Uh, otherwise, I'll be forced to listen to this again tomorrow. No, we got someone will take care of this for us. One of our listeners will, will take it down and mark it for us. They will. Okay. Okay. I'm, I have a pen. I'm still going to write so, it down. Or you, yeah, or you can look for a pen. That's fine. Either way. I got a pen. We're good. We're good to go. So score predictions. Who wants to go first? I will go first. I'm confident. All right, I Sarah. Think- the Packers are going to win 24 to 21. Very close to last year's week one score. Not quite the same, but close. That is my prediction. The Packers are going to win. I'm feeling good about it, even though I had my concerns like we just talked about with the Bears and what if the Packers are going to be able to stop them. I think it's going to be a very entertaining game. It'll be close till the end, but the Packers are going to win. I, uh, If you would have asked me three weeks ago, I think I had the Bears winning this. But, man, listen... It's game day. I'm feeling optimistic. I'm feeling excited. Uh, I'm going Packers. Uh, Packers twenty-seven seventeen. I think. Uh, I think they nab at least one or two interceptions off Trubisky. I Kinda like it. Get, get some. Yeah. Get some pressure going early. Get him a little spooked. Probably. Get, you know. Get a couple sacks or at least some hits in. Don't let him run around so much. I don't know. I have. A, I have a good feeling. Very good feeling. Just going to Chicago, and just the, the Chicago saying, "Well, you know, last year they had that big comeback, but that was in Green Bay." Well, they're just going to go to Chicago and beat them anyway. So, I love it, and we're going three for three. I'm taking the Packers. I am taking it. It's 34-31, and I am calling the last-second field goal from Mason Crosby with a doink off of the goalpost <laughs> in to win the game. I think it's going to be the ultimate, like, Doink reversal, or however, we'll have to come up with a good hashtag for it because doink reversal, I don't think is a good one. But I don't like it. I don't. Yeah, I'm not what's, loving it. Right what's now. the distance on that kick, Steve? What's the? Mm. Uh, as we talked about pregame, if it uh, is a 43 yard field goal that he doinks into the uprights and wins a game, I will buy any Packer fan that is in the bar in Indiana with me. I will buy them a shot, and I will be running around <laughs> the. Uh, I don't know what the bar looks like, so if there's like a a circle I can run in or a U shape, something like that. I'll be doing some celebration. I'll try to get some video for you guys too. Cause I'm sure you'll love that. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be not safe for work. I'll be swearing quite a bit. And uh, if, if I'm in bears country, I might be getting tackled as well. So that'll be, a, that'll be <laughs> quite interesting. But after the 34, 31 victory, I don't care if I'm getting tackled. It's worth it. It'll, it's yeah, definitely worth it. Let's hit some closing thoughts. Uh, Dusty, I know you got something you wanted to talk about. 
I do. So there's an article that hit um, JS Online earlier today, I think. Uh, yeah, it was earlier today. Uh, so we're recording this on Wednesday, so it's September 4th. Uh, it was written by uh, Kurt Hogg, who, if you don't follow him on Twitter, you probably should. Uh, but he went through, he took. He did a summer project where he decided to look at every single touchdown pass in Aaron Rodgers' career. I think it's uh, 300, I've got it pulled up here. I think it's like 374. Uh, 374 touchdown passes, and he went through, and he kind of talked about, uh, he highlighted the top uh, 20, but he kind of runs through all the rest of them as well. He's got links at the bottoms uh, with, with all of them linked, but he's got the top 20 throws with gifts in there as well. Um, very entertaining article. It's actually behind a paywall, uh, so I did have to, I had to pay to read it, but I think they've, if you sign up, I think it's like a dollar for the first three months or something like that, so... You know, do that maybe. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, he kind of talks about. Uh, he you took give me a... your password. Yeah, oh yeah, I give you. A... No, Steve, support good writing. I'm not giving you a password. Uh, but yeah, it's cool. It's you know, worth a shot. It's, it's, it was worth a shot. Just you know, not on air, Steve. Don't ask me on air. Um, but yeah, it's 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 awesome. You know, he's got. Uh, he kind of talks about the context. He takes context into account. I know he kind of, uh, he actually hit me up. I felt very important. Uh, he hit me up as a kind of a consultant to say like, Hey, which one do you think this is number one? Do you think this is, so I actually worked as a consultant on this a little bit. Uh, yeah, I felt very fancy. I felt very fancy, but yeah, it's fun. You get to go through, relive some, uh, some great Rogers touchdown passes and, uh, I don't know, get you ready for the season. So if you haven't already, uh, check that out. Went up again, went up today. It's amazing. That's all. That's my final thought. It's great. Sarah, has any anything percolated in your mind, or are you yes, good to, you're just ready to go? Yes, it actually has. I have Ooh. a closing comment. So, kind of a PSA to Packers fans. I know it's very easy for everyone to get negative, especially on Twitter and everything, and freak out. But what I would like to say is tomorrow or today, week one, prime time to open season rivalry game. Aaron Rodgers is our quarterback. Let's just enjoy it. I know no matter what happens, people are going to be pissed off and people are going to have things to say. But this is something I truly think we take advantage of. So I just think everyone, no matter what, shouldn't freak out if everything doesn't look perfect. It's week one, so no one needs to freak out. You just need to sit back. Packers football is back. So week one, let's just enjoy it and have a good time. That's what I would like to say. Amen. Steve, Steve is shaking his head. You told me you had nothing. You literally told me you had nothing to close with. You just stole exactly what I wanted to say. <laughs> like, seriously, I had, I had this whole thing about Packers fans. Relax. It's the beginning of the season. It doesn't matter if it doesn't. It doesn't matter if it doesn't look perfect right away. Or if they lose, it's one game out of 16. Uh, Steve, like, Steve, we just heard Sarah say this. Why are you saying this? Oh. I just heard Sarah say Son of a bitch! Like, see, I had this whole thing, and you just stole it out of... Alright, we're done. We're done. That's it. <laughs> Screw it, I don't care how the rest of it goes. I don't, I'm done. Oh, look, Sarah made him mad this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive. Normal, Dusty does it on a very regular basis, but uh, Sarah well, stole how was material. I supposed to read your mind? And you didn't tell me what you were going to close with either. So... You Not said you had nothing. You said you had nothing. I didn't think I had to inform you of the thing I was going to say since you had nothing to I sh- I shared mine. I shared. You did? You did. Yeah. Sarah, you said you had nothing. Well, I thought of it halfway Good to know. Through. Good to know. Way, way to be a team player. 
Appreciate it. This is the last week of the three of us together. Um, I hope you all enjoyed our uh, being together. <laughs> Sarah's not going to be here next Sarah. week. So, yeah, uh, oh, that's not not what I meant. Steve. I am officially suspending Sarah for the next week because this is some BS right here. Uh, <laughs> thought stealing, um, intellectual property, uh, anything along those lines that she's suspended for a week. I don't care what Andy says. This is what's happening. Actually, Sarah's yeah. going to be in New York, so... <laughs> She will not be able to join us next week, but uh, we will make sure to get a score prediction from you, Sarah, for next week. Yes, for uh, sure. Keep it down. Uh, we still need to come up with a bet for this. Oh, for whoever has the most. Yeah, whoever has the worst, uh, the worst record. Because I mean, it's going to be one of the two of you. So probably going to eat something terrible. Oh, video video proof of Vi- eating video something eating terrible. something terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, that does remind me. I do have to do a shout out. Give me two seconds for. Search through my. Um... We're, st- we're still recording. What are you you guys talk for like three seconds. I just one of our followers <laughs> sent me Oreo cookies, and I have to. Uh... Oh yeah, I saw that. Oh yes, this just, is really cool. I just got to find it for a second. That's why. Um, so we, you guys, everybody listening knows that we did the one year anniversary show, and um, we gave out some prizes and everything. And one of the guys who won was Travis. And he was very happy. He won uh, Ha Ha Clinton Dick's autographed helmet. So it was pretty cool for him. Loved it. And he sent me a couple of Twitter DMs and stuff like that. And it was great. And then I ended up getting a package in the mail from him. So I was kind of a little taken aback. And he had sent me some, uh, I believe it's maple syrup Oreo, like maple cream Oreo. Yeah, those things looked awesome. Yeah, I haven't tried them yet, so I'm uh, I will be opening them after the episode tonight and taking a taking a peek because I had never seen them, never heard of them, but it was just one of those things. Like it was just such a uh, almost surreal moment for me of like this is the kind of impact that we have on people. It's just the Packers community. It's it's just really really cool that you know we take the time to talk to you guys every single day about the Packers and you love it so much and. The interaction between you guys is everything. So that's a, it, it was really, really cool for me to have Travis reach out and do that kind of stuff. So um, I'm, I'm not giving out anybody's home address, but it was just thank you to him. Thank you for all of you guys for listening because it's, it's a lot of fun for us. And that was just really, really cool for me. Uh, so I will be tasting the, uh, the Oreos tonight, and I will definitely, definitely tell you guys how they are because they were a special release Oreo. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was very, amazing. You sent that picture. That's uh, that's that's incredible, man. That's very yeah. very exciting. Very exciting. So, um, Sarah, do you have any second closing thoughts that you need to steal from me, or are we good to go? You know, someone actually <laughs> sent me Oreos too. No I'm kidding. Shut up. <laughs> Can we mute her? Can we just put her on mute? I'm done. I'm officially done with the Hurricane Girl. Like we're done. We're done with her. Get rid of her. Dump her off the call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Sarah. We're all very happy you're safe. Blah, 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 blah. He's not he's not happy, Sarah. He's still mad about no. the thing. I can't believe it. It wasn't Dusty this week. It was me. Yeah. Two different, two different are, occasions. He's done, man. I'm as shocked as anybody else. I'm as shocked. You're he's, not, normal. he's not mad, he's just disappointed, Sarah. <laughs> Very, very. I just think it's funny that. Oh, <laughs> it's a very dad thing for us. So yeah, we're just disappointed, Sarah. That's I'm, all prou- I'm proud of you, Sarah. Yeah, you I'm you so you're proud. An ass. You're an ass. <laughs> you try to bait me, and I just take it every single week. Every single week, I do it. This week it was Sarah. <laughs> it's a, I didn't see it. it coming. We switched it. Yeah. 
I'm sure you guys have a separate like Twitter message between like who's going to screw with Steve tonight. Let's uh, who's going to do it. <laughs> I be- I fully believe that there is that conversation we, going on between two. Don't, years. but we will now. No, it's understandable. <laughs> All right. Well. This will be a uh, a Packers victory by all three of us. We like it. I think that's something that we can all agree on. It's going to be outstanding. We can talk so much trash to Bears fans. So I think we end it there. Thank you guys for listening. We will uh, – Dusty – oh, God, Dusty and I are going to be together next week. Yeah. Pray for you guys to listen to that thing. Gruesome twosome. <laughs> it'll be good. It'll be good. Sarah will uh, text us pictures of the uh, water she's drinking while uh, we're podcasting. (laughs) It'll be really good. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Dusty, I'll talk to you next week. Sarah, we'll catch you in two weeks when the Packers will be 2-0 after that. So uh, we'll be good. Beat the Bears. And as always, go Pack Go. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.